Good evening, everybody. Um, just uh, starting up the room now, waiting on the damn sound to set up the, the recording stuff. And uh, Chris will be here shortly. He's uh, running a little late from work, but uh, we'll get going in a few minutes. So be patient, please. I'm in here. What's up, Patron? What's up, everybody? Not much, brother. Was waiting on you so you can start your disclaimer and then uh, we can get it going. Chris should be joining us pretty soon, maybe around uh, half an hour or less, right around there. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's about 20, about 20 minutes away from being here. So I'll go ahead and get started. Welcome to Safeman After Dark, everyone. Safe Moon After Dark presents informative content, news, and entertainment surrounding Safe Moon projects in the Safe Moon ecosystem, developing technology, and the cryptocurrency community. We want you to come strong to the mic. However, when you come to the mic, we want you to remain respectful to not only the hosts and co-hosts, but to other speakers and guests as well. If you aren't following any of us, or if we aren't following you, please make sure that your tweets aren't protected before you come up. If you don't have anything in your profile related to crypto, SafeMoon, or the SafeMoon ecosystem, we're probably not going to let you up. When you share, please try to keep everything clear and concise. Please try to keep it under five minutes. Try not to take up too much time as we want to get through all the content and hear from everyone in the audience. If you have any questions, please contact us via our DMs and we will attempt to get your questions answered as soon as possible. A reminder that we are being recorded tonight and streamed to a variety of podcasts and or video platforms. Please feel free to visit Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts to listen to this show or future shows at a later date. A reminder, this show is not financial advice. Thank you, everyone. All right, man. That was a good introduction. Um, Man, so what's going on, damn son? What have you been doing all day today, man? I've been busy at work today. Man, I was uh, working today like crazy, uh, doing payroll for all my staff, um, cleaning up messes for the weekend, auditing a lot of uh, billing items that I have to get different um, professionals to sign off on based on their licensing without going into exactly what I do for a job. Um, that's what I was doing so that we can bill and we can get paid. Um, you could probably figure out what I'm talking about, but I have to get certain people and sometimes it's several people to sign off on um, items pertaining to um, different events and a lot of times they have different, well, all the time, they have different licensing. Those licenses kind of stack on top of each other. And I'm in charge of all of it. And I'm in charge of collecting. So I can't collect unless I get all that done. So, you know, I try to do it weekly and then send it out to all those people so that I can harass the hell out of them to get them to sign everything so we can get paid. So that's what I did all day long. Um, they all went home at noon, but you know me, I was there until 6, 6.30. So, yeah, typical Friday, man. So what have you been up to? <laughs> uh, something like, like it's like every I think you're breaking up, brother. I can't. I don't. If you all can hear him in the audience, can you wave your hand or put your hand up? 
Yeah, we can hear you, so you can go ahead and start, and then I'll I'll chime in, and we'll get it going until Chris gets here. Okay, well, anyway, so welcome, everybody, to Safe Moon After Dark. Uh, we're going to have a good show today. Uh, Chris is just running a little late, uh, has some business he has to take care of, and then he'll be here shortly, um, and definitely going to get into a lot of uh, conversations in regards to Safe Moon and uh, uh, everything that's going on around the crypto community. Uh, lots of uh, uh, stuff going on. You know, the market is is, is trying to pick up and trying to get back on his feet, but uh, um, it's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight, but, um, you know, this is not financial advice, but this is the time where I personally start to purchase some of the crypto and start loading up. Um, so when the good uh, run comes up, uh, that's where you make your profit. How about you, damn son? Definitely. You know, um, it's a great time to be buying. I mean, everybody knows that you, you never want to buy high, sell low, you know, I do that on occasion, you know, by accident. So, <laughs> you know, um, it's, it is something that, uh, to see this market, I've not been through something like this in crypto with a, uh, stock market that's dropping significantly and quickly with a, uh, a lot of nasty things going on in the world. Um, a lot of nasty things going on domestically in the United States. So it's really a perfect storm. Um, I think that's what we saw with Luna. Um, I think that's what we're seeing with the uh, staked Ethereum um, situation that's going on right now. Um, you know, there's a reason that you earn pretty good rates staking you know up until now a lot of people have staked in a bull market and you get high rates staking and there's a reason for that and i think that reason is starting to become evident you know you are risking your money you're staking your money you know you're backing that project so you know, there's risk involved. So we've seen today staked Ethereum lost its peg. I believe it was Lido. Um, it slipped. You know, it varied 2 to 5% today off of its peg. Um, it's not a big issue in my mind if, you know, you're just staking your Ethereum, giving them your Ethereum. Um, I'll just explain it in layman's terms. You know, you're giving them your Ethereum. For staked Ethereum, it earns um, a rate. You know, I believe right now it's like three and a half percent. And what the issue arises isn't in that relationship. It's when people are taking this staked Ethereum and they are using it to secure loans at other places. So there's places like, um, I'm trying to think of some just off the top of my head, um, AAVE, I believe, they will allow you to, uh, they will give loans on your state Ethereum. They'll give loans at 73% on it. Ave. What's that? It's called Ave, I believe. Yeah. So the, the problem arises when that hits when it drops in value, you know, if you go 75%, that's the max. And then they start liquidating 
your holdings to pay that down. So there, that can be done over and over and over and over to compound rewards. So it, it just creates a perfect storm when this type of thing happens. Um, that's the dangerous part of the situation that I see. I checked earlier and I think it was 2% off the peg. It's ranged two to 5% today. Um, and again, I am no expert in this. You know, I'm learning just like everyone else. Um, that's the danger I see, you know, um, also uncertainty can create a run on, um, removing that, um, which can cause the opposite to happen with the values of the state Ethereum. So, you know, um, there's a lot going on there. Obviously there's a lot going on with Luna. Um, Patron can kind of hit on that a little bit. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's pretty sad what's going on with Luna at the moment, especially with the uh, people that um, you know were invested in Luna prior than than the crash. Um, you know, to, just just extremely sad. Uh, I don't know how some people make fun of this, and um, we're joyful that you know the, the coin went all the way down to zero from a hundred and. Um, 19, I believe it was the all-time high sometime, but uh, it, it's very sad. Um, and you know, I, I hope that 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 if people have any you know issues or concerns, that they can reach out to a family member or you know any organization because it's it's, it's not worth it. You know, money is just a piece of damn paper. You know, it comes and goes. We we don't own any fucking money. That shit is just made in this world, and for people to be um you know go out and get it but if you get it fine if you don't get it it's not the end of the world so people need to uh, stay cool calm and you know i know know it's tough i'm not saying it's easy but we have to you know life goes on and hopefully that uh the crypto uh, the crypto world can learn from from what happened and you know just learn from the mistake and hopefully it won't happen in the future Oh, absolutely. You know, um, there were, I believe, eight suicides that I had read about um, related specifically to the Luna crash. You know, Um, that's just heartbreaking to hear about because, as Patron said, it's just money. You know, I've shared about my past a little bit, but, you know, I, I. I'm going to go ahead and do it right now. I think it will. There's meaning in it to those of you who lost a significant amount of money. A lot of people lost everything with this. Um, I struggled with substance abuse for 20 years. Um, Before that, I had a great job, made six figures, had a great house, paid off house. Um, ran a sales organization for a software company for the Southeastern United States. Um, during, during a lot of that, I was struggling with substance abuse. Um, that became unmanageable. I lost everything, everything. When I mean everything, I mean everything. Didn't have a pot to piss in, was on the streets. And seven years ago, I found sobriety, rebuilt my life have a job making even more money than I ever thought I would make even back then. Um, 
paid for a car, um, investments. So I've not shared a lot of this with um, you all. It's really, it hasn't been pertinent. I haven't felt comfortable about doing it. I'm not comfortable about doing it now. Um, you know, but I say this because just because you have to start over, that does not mean your life is over. So it's very important that people realize that. I had nothing seven years ago at all. Zero. I wandered into a uh, hospital with the shorts and a wife beater and flip flops on off the streets. You know, um, everything I have today has been made in seven years. Anyone can do it. So I don't want people to think that they have no hope, you know, um, that there's that their life's over, that they lost 10,000, 20,000, 100,000, a million. I don't it doesn't matter. You know, because it can all be made back. And even if it can't, it's just fucking money. You know, that's all it is. Um, when you leave this world, you're not going to take any of it with you. So I had posted yesterday the, uh, the number to the, uh, National Suicide Prevention Hotline. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, pin that to the top. And my Patron said, if you're having these thoughts, I know a lot of you lost a lot of money. Um, you know, reach out to someone, call that hotline. Um, if you don't have anybody to reach out to, you can DM me, you know, contact someone before you, you make a, uh, just a permanent decision over something that's temporary because this is temporary. This is all temporary. Yep. Uh, and, you know, this is one of one of the reasons why, you know, you 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 always find someone in the world that have or have had a worse situation than yourself. You, you may think that <laughs> you, you, you are the worst. Your luck has been the worst in this world. And when you when you start listening to other people, then you start to wonder, say, like, what the heck am I thinking about? You know, there's other people that had it worse. And, uh, you know, I'm not a counselor or anything like that. But I think that, you know, always look around you, look behind you, look to, to other people, you know, uh, shit. You know, I, I got two eyes, two legs, two arms. Why the heck am I going to fucking complain, you know? I got everything I need. I got, you know, power in my body. I have, you know, hair, lungs. There are some people that can't even do that shit, you know? So um, I don't want to make this a really sad show, but it, 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 I think it is necessary that people listen to this because um, you never know who's in here listening. And And if none of you guys are going through this, well, you know, Congratulations. But if you are, um, I think that you're not alone. There's a lot of people going through the same situation. So just don't, don't, don't try to work it on yourself. Try to find some help. Uh, RJ, good evening, sir. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having the show and thanks for having me up. Um, let me say this first off, Dan. Thank you very much for sharing. It takes courage. Um, and, and I want you to know that we all 
understand. Um, we may not have been through that situation, um, but I but I want to tell you that, you know, if <clears throat> if I have a right to say so, I want to tell you that I'm proud of what you what you've accomplished because it sounds to me like, and I appreciate you at least giving me the opportunity to even say that. Right? It sounds paternalistic, but I want to say that uh, you know we're all proud of you for what you've done. You've t- obviously turned your life around and made great with it, um, and you're obviously making an impact on all the people who are listening today. You've made an impact on all the people who have listened for months and uh, we appreciate it. So whatever it is that you've been through in your life, you've impacted all of us and that gives value to what you've been doing. And I want to say thank you. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Patron, you too, man. You know, we, we've all been through these things in our lives that we think are terrible. And they think, you know, you think that whether it's a divorce or the loss of a child or loss of money or substance abuse or an arrest or you've lost your career or, you know, whatever it might be, I just take a step back and realize that there are people that you've had a positive impact in your life that need you. There are people in your future. Uh, that need you and whatever it is that you're going through, I want you to think for just a second that the future you deserves you to get through this situation. The future people in your life who you will have an impact on deserve you to go through this situation, whatever it is it might be. So whatever you're going through, and I, I, I just I, I always tell that to people, you know, that navigating through whatever you're going through, you know, getting from point A to point B and getting through it. That's just part of it, right? You want to put yourself in a position where you're going to be healthy on the other end. And that requires you to have the right mindset. And that mindset sometimes is difficult, but the way that I got through it, the way that I hope, you know, a lot of people, whatever, you know, and I don't have the right answers, but what I can tell you is that, you know, we've all been through it. And I always told myself, the future you deserves you to be better than you are now. And the future in people that you impact deserves you to be better than you are now. And you always have to understand there is going to be somebody in something in your life that needs you in the future. Um, and and I think that you, you always have a value. You always have a, a positive thought, a positive process, um, a positive thing to say. And, and never forget that, you know. I always like to say that everybody has a song, a book, and a poem in them. Sometimes you just got to sit down and write it. And sometimes that stuff you're going through helps you write that song, that poem, that book. It helps you write it a little bit better. And it might be hard to write it. It might be hard to just spit it out. But, you know, it, it, it is what we are. It, it gives us the art that we are. It gives us the unique. Uh, I'm so sorry. I think uh, someone must have uh, muted everybody. As we probably pressed the run button. RJ, go ahead. Continue. Sorry. Go ahead. No, thanks, man. I see Chris is here. Uh, welcome, welcome to your show, Chris. <laughs> I like to say that. Welcome to your show, man. Hey, don't uh, let me stop you, man. Continue that thought, and then I'll go. Go ahead. Thanks, brother. I, I just, you know, I just want to say this. You know, like I said, I don't know where I cut off, but I want. I just want to say everybody has a has a book, has a poem, has a song in them. 
And sometimes that thing is born out of pain. Sometimes it's born out of joy. Something, you know, sometimes your song changes. Whatever it might be, figure it out and, and, and know that you've got an impact on people's lives. We've all been through it, but your future self deserves you to be better than you are now. Dedicate yourself to that. Dedicate yourself to the proposition that, that you know, you're going to get through this process, through this morass of whatever it is. And if you all need help, there's help out there. Reach for it. Reach to your family. Reach to your friends. You might think you're alone, but you're not. You're not. There are people out there who are going through what you have, what you're going through now. They're going through what you're, you know, what you've, you've, uh, you know, other people have gone through it in the past and they're there to help you. There's plenty of, plenty of people to help. And it's just, it's just a matter of opening up and talking about it. So again, I'm just going to say thank you to, to you guys for sharing what you've been through. It means a lot to know that you've been through it. It takes a lot of courage to stand up and say that. And I just want to tell you, you know, we love you and, and we're glad you're here because your future self is pretty fr- freaking awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, uh, before we get going, you know, the situations and then, like I said, everybody has unique situations. You know, my, my son was was given three death sentence when he was in the hospital where he was born he spent 11 months in the hospital and the doctors called me and my wife three times you know that he was not going to make it uh that this was they assure us that that was going to be the last day and uh today i have a special son which is extremely happy doesn't talk doesn't walk doesn't eat but is the most happiest kid in the world and some of you guys that have kids i hope the majority of you guys have kids um, if not, you have some, you know, nephew, nieces, whatever that may be, but, uh, you know, having a normal kid, you know, when people see somebody else having a, a, a child with a special needs, uh, they don't know what, what, what family like that go, you know, goes through on a daily basis. It's, it's really tough. But at the same time, I am happy as hell that I was given the opportunity to take that leadership of, be able to be the father of a uh, kid with these special needs. So, so like I said, everybody had their own situation. We're, we're just sharing this because we don't want anyone in here. Uh, we love our family, the safe army to, if, if any of you guys were involved, like I said, in any of this, you know, lost of tremendous amount of money with Luna or whatever cryptocurrency in the past, uh, don't let it get to you. Uh, we don't know how to say it. It's just money. Um, it, it can always be made up again. Uh, there will be always opportunities in the future. Uh, take, you know, what Damson just, just said here publicly. Uh, anyone could do it. If, if I could do it, he could do it. And I'm not a uh, genius. Any of you guys could do it. Um, welcome, Chris. Welcome, man. I'll tell you what. I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty damn fired up, man. And uh, I had some work stuff come up and uh, got here a little late, left about 1040 from work. Doesn't happen very often. So if it happens again, you know what happened. But just missing an hour with you guys was enough for me. Right. So let me just say this. We got a lot to look forward to here. And uh, one of the things that I was pointing out today was it looks like they only used about one third of the LP in that migration the other night. And they saved about two thirds of that. And I think they're going to use that with upcoming catalysts. Uh, I'm really excited about that. I think this team is very strategic. 
very prepared and they know exactly what they're doing. And I think it bodes really well for the future. I think in a bear market, we're going to see what's really going on with a lot of these projects, right? There's going to be projects that look really good. I mean, everybody's bringing up Luna, but there's going to be other projects as well that aren't exactly what you think they are, okay? And I'm not pointing to any specific projects, and I'm not rooting for any projects to not succeed. We should want everybody to succeed. But as I think time goes on, it's going to give even more confidence in you know the space of cryptocurrency and our own community and what we have here, because we have a true game changer in SafeMoon. Okay. And I think it's just going to, we got our best days are ahead. We're in a bear market and we got a team that knows exactly what to do and when to do it. And timing is everything. Right. So I think the other night it was really important for us to see that. Right. We'd had a lot of negative attacks. We'd had a lot of things said, you know, John touched on this in Las Vegas. If you guys saw this today, he talked about how important it is to have a strong community behind you. And I just think that we all need to appreciate that and understand what we have here. Okay. We have something special and we have something unique. This is something that isn't created overnight. This is something that people have had to work for. People have put their time and effort and energy into this. And we have a team that's clicking on all cylinders now. I think experience is the best teacher. And we're starting to get a lot more experience with the leadership of this team. John is young. He's 26, but we have people that are involved in this project now. Lynn Spraggs, right? A lot of experience in cryptocurrency. Uh, his son as well. You know, we got we have some really good people in this project beyond just John Caroni that are going to allow us to do strategic things and to maximize the potential and opportunity of this project. So just wanted to touch on that, you know, uh, while we're talking. And just make sure that everybody understands where we're at, because I, I truly believe the best days are ahead of us. Patron, you got anything to add on it? I think Patron went to get something to drink. What about you, Dan? You got anything to add on that? I did not see what the team did. I know I said that the other night. I didn't see it coming. Um Finding out that they only used a third of the uh, V1 liquidity, that's amazing. Um, there's something to be said of having reserves set aside. Um, you know, this is that's an exact example of something that many people thought was a negative being turned into a positive. A lot of things we never know are going to be a positive. We have to pivot. And who would have thought that they would be able to use that to arrest a massive dump? That's exactly what they did. They arrested it. They stopped it. Um, and we still have two-thirds left. So what it made me think about was money that John sets aside in the treasury wallet. There's something to be said for that. You know, it's a, it's a backup safety line. What so, I thought was interesting. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, we don't know if that's what his plans are, but it's a great idea. 
it's an idea that I wasn't even thinking about that the man used. And he knew exactly when to flip that switch, too. And you can look at that chart, and he stopped it. I mean, dead in its tracks. And we were the only project out there that did it. Yeah, exactly. We were the only project to do it. And what I also noticed, too, I'm trying to find this for you guys. Yeah, let me go to this. So this was Cats or Us talking, right? He said, so I'm not looking to discuss the methods in which they obtain the BNB, right? Now, if you noticed that day, I don't know if everybody noticed this, BNB, the price was dropping like a rock. So they were obtaining BNB. The grand scheme is once they get the BNB back, however much they get back, if they can obtain all of it, they can obtain all of it. Whatever the method is to obtain the BNB from there, they will be able to do slow injections. So slow injections until the team look to make the changes with the BNB. I'm not personally in a position to disclose what's actually happening on the back end until it happens. And I'm sure the blockchain will be very apparent with what's going on. But for now, the method is that they're collecting the BNB and then doing the buybacks through the V2 token with the BNB they obtained. And the best thing about it is, well, all those tokens that are in the LP on V1 are essentially considered burned as well. So there's no migration for them. They are just considered burnt tokens now. They're going to stay in the deployer wallet. That is obviously deploying the V2 tokens. So these tokens are an additional burn, which I believe is 33 trillion tokens. That will be 33 billion plus 41 billion. Now he said 73 billion, but 33 and 41 would be 74 billion tokens, which will theoretically burn there and doing so with this. So we've only completed one third of it. You're talking about burning 74 billion additional tokens, right? I mean, that's the strategic part behind this. I posted this paragraph today because I don't know if everybody saw this. I think that's going to have a massive impact on the volume, uh, the price. And I think it's going to give us a ton of publicity as well because it's going to drop that circulating supply big time. So I wanted to bring this up with everybody. Uh, let me go to RJ and then I'll go to Armand. Go ahead, RJ. Yeah, I just want to, you know, th- thank you for sharing that, Chris. And that that was really kind of a big, a big thing for me when I read it the other night was that, you know, what what I think people didn't realize was that that those tokens could have literally just been moved into a burn wallet immediately, but instead he used it to prop the price to bring it up, and and instead of going directly into a burn wallet where you know we get. We get the benefit of having a bigger burn, right? That's wonderful. But what actually happened was, is not not only did that, but we got reflections off of it. We got a price increase. We got reflections off of it. And we got it burned. So it's just one more illustration that this team is really playing chess and that they are truly in, you know, in the, on the Safe Moon team's team, right? They do things to help us, to aid us and assist us. And I'm just... It just gives me much more confidence in it that the things they're doing um, is really awesome. And, you know, I was I was literally posting, uh, you know, on someone's thread who was talking about the fact that the money that the that it's just sitting there in the V1 contract. And they're not doing anything with it and claiming that it's being stolen or swiped or whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> that day at, at 32, by the way, the price started buying up. And, you know, I just love it that, that we've got this theme and that we kind of, you know, we benefited from it and that Crony could could have just put it in, could just could have moved it right over to V2 and burn, put it into a burn wallet. But instead, 
He used it to buy tokens, to bring the price up, and to share the wealth with all of you, with everyone. So, you know, I just, I'm just so tickled to death about the way the company's going and the things that they're doing, because it, it just illustrates they're doing the right thing. We've said all along, I've said all along, and you guys have said all along that 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 Caroni is a man of integrity and he's working for the benefit of Safe Moon. And I just that was a confirmation for me. Yeah, it certainly was a confirmation for me. And what it meant to me was that the team is strategizing and they could pivot at a moment's notice. And that was something we haven't seen. And I'm not taking anything away from John. I think John's done a hell of a job. But I think that right there was just a huge injection of confidence into all of us, right? Because when you see that, you're like, okay, this guy's got a plan. He knows what the hell he's doing. He's not going to let this thing drop down to 2-8 and not respond. And the way they did it, too. I mean, they sent out a tweet on the official SafeMoon account, right? And they said, look, you might see us periodically buying B2 with the market. And we're like, okay, what does that mean? And the next thing you know, it was like a wave, right? We're like, okay, this is exactly what this means. So what I like is this. They were prepared, and they had planned this out. They had thought of scenarios in advance. They had game planned this. That meant a lot for all of us. Let's go to Armand. Go ahead, Armand. Hey, thanks, Chris. Um, I had initially come up when there were 14 people in here and you weren't here, and I was going to make a uh, ball joke uh, that did not work out because now you're here, and I don't have a good joke for you. Uh, but uh, I, I did want to bring up the fact that um, when um, – John goes to these shows and all this kind of good stuff. You know, he, he's selling Safe Moon to these, you know, South by Southwest, uh, what he was just at in Las Vegas, all this kind of good stuff. Um, he's not just selling what what we will be, right, as a company. And I say we because we're all invested, right? We're like stock stockholders. Um, he's selling us as a community and what i have seen in the past couple of days is an absolutely beautiful thing as a community that he can bring to the table when anybody's talking about um you know like this horrible thing that happened with uh lunaterra and all that kind of good stuff um he's sitting here saying we have people that care about everybody we're, we're looking at a community-type driven thing, not just a monetary-type thing. And when you have something that backs uh, a monetary value up, uh, it, 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 it can only keep increasing. And so when, when he has this community that's backing him, he can go and basically sell to these angel investors or these, these people that are buying into the company and all this kind of good stuff. It, it, it's absolutely important because most of these coins and tokens don't have that. And here we are with a young CEO going to places like South by Southwest and being able to sell a token with this large community backing. And I feel like that that is the strongest thing that we have to sell right now. Oh yeah, man. I think I think we're all realizing now how hard it is to build a community like this, right? Like 
it takes a lot. You got to have lightning in a bottle for this thing to just take off, right? Which it did in March and April. And then you got to have a community that believes in what you're doing. And then you got to have innovation and you got to have AMAs and you got to have communication and you got to have people coming together and you got to have people passionate about the project. And then you get everybody clicking, right? I mean, look how passionate we are right now, right? We're in a bear market. We're in here and we're talking about how excited we are for this thing to take off. It's just a matter of time. You know, I feel it. Like, so when I came in here tonight, I, I didn't know what you guys were talking about. It didn't matter. What I wanted to do was come in here and inject some energy into the room, get some electricity in the building, right? Because I know where we're heading and I'm so excited about it. You know, no one can tell me otherwise on this, right? Now, I can't, I'm not going to predict a date. I'm not going to predict when this thing's going to take off. I don't know. But what I do know is we're launching some serious utility and we got two thirds of our LP still to move. And we got a team that recognizes when it needs to be done and they strategize it correctly. And people can point out some of the things that happened in year one, and that's fine, right? He had to get the team right. John had to get the right people in there in the right seats and get this thing executed on all cylinders. We're there now. Now it's about delivering the utility, right? And it's about maximizing opportunities. And what you saw, the other night was you saw a CEO who had strategized and he was ready to maximize that opportunity when it came. He turned a negative into a huge positive, and that's a hard thing to do. Chris, can I say this? Have you, have you looked at the uh, utilityblockchain.org website and seen that we have a director um, representing SafeMoon on that and all the big hitters that are on that board and all the chairmen and all that kind of stuff? I have not. I know. I, so that's good information. I know Josh, he's he's active in this uh, Utah Blockchain Council. I think what we got is we got guys that are looking at the best way to utilize everything, right? And it's good to network with people and get the best ideas because cryptocurrency is constantly innovating, right? You don't want to be the guy that's coming out with something that's old, right? Or, or it's not updated. They want to set a new standard. Okay. I think they'll do that with the exchange. I think they're going to do it with the card, the blockchain. You know, I think that's going to be a big move too because of the smart contracts they're going to have on it. Now, the question is, when's that going to come? That might be 2023. I would love to see it at the end of this year. I just don't know if that will happen. I think we'll get two out of the three this year. I think we'll get the card and I think we'll get the exchange for certain. 99.9% sure on that. I think we'll also get Connect, too, just to give you a heads up. I think Connect is coming soon. I don't know how soon, but I would say within the next month or two. Uh, so those three, I think we'll definitely get this year. Blockchain is going to be the next big question. But those three, along with this LP movement, I think are going to be enough to really get this thing starting to you know head up. So uh, you can't predict price or what the impact is going to be. But what I see is I see a team that's fortifying everything, getting everything ready, and then they're going to be ready to launch things one after another. And global tokenomics, which we didn't even touch on. Uh, let's go to Crypto G. Go ahead, G. Hey, good evening, guys. Um, thank you, Patron, for having a uh, for starting the space and all that good stuff. And uh, Chris, I appreciate you having me on again. Uh, Damson as well. Thank you, uh, RJ. What's up? 
Um, I just wanted to um, uh, talk a little bit about something today. I was on a sh another space today. Um, her name is D Denise Headley, Headley or something like that. She's in England. Very nice girl. She's been on our uh, on your show before and other spaces. And uh, today we she actually talked a little bit about Safe Moon. I kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, and then there was a Bitcoin uh, gentleman who's on more of a maxi, really nice guy, uh, very informative. And he believes, you know, one of the things that he said was he believes, you know, most of these altcoins slash, you know, um, you know, certain projects, basically like he, he believes 90, 95 percent is going to fail. Um, now, the question is, you know, SafeMoon's got its own exchange. It's got its own, you know, its own idea of how to rebuild basically the uh, wheel. And they're moving forward with that. So my thought was, um, you know, I, I, I asked the question was, don't you think it would be uh, probable that SafeMoon, along with Bitcoin and the ones that are really trying to work with the banks uh, to interconnect somehow uh, through the, you know, the, the, the development and the people who are doing the programming and whatnot to so they can all intercommunicate. And he actually thought it was a really smart idea. And he said, uh, that, it, you know, it could go that way. The question is, will it remain that way? Um, and, you know, because of DeFi and, uh, you know, central exchange and, and uh, you know, uh, decentralized exchanges. So I, I wanted to bring that up and, and, and get your, your thoughts on that, because I, I truly believe we have something very unique in SafeMoon. Um, the guy who was speaking on Bitcoin, he was like, he was really not, you know, happy with SafeMoon. Uh, he didn't really want to touch on it, but he just said it was a bad project, blah, blah, you know, like like they all do. Uh, but I didn't really, you know, want to, I didn't want to dig and I didn't want to push him because I'm not that kind of person. I'm the kind of guy who just, I'll listen to what you have to say and then, you know, I'll just take it and, you know, you know, pass it along to other people and see what their opinion is because it's important to talk about it at the same time, try to, uh, prove that SafeMoon is more valuable than most of the, you know, tokens and coins out there. So, uh, and I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on, on, on that idea. Look, there, a lot of them are going to knock it until they see more, right? And that just goes back to the fact that we're all so early, right? But a year from now, you know, six months from now, once there's utility and you got volume and you got a smart team managing this exactly the way it needs to be managed and this thing starts to take off, then it's going to be cool to talk safe, right? It's going to be, oh, man, you know, this is like, this is great. This is... Uh, one of the best altcoins out there, right? But right now, they're not going to do that. And it's just a matter of where we are as a company, right? So we have a big community. We got a leadership team. And what are we, what are, what are we really banking on right now? Okay, we have a wallet. And then we have a new V2 contract. We don't have all the things out that we need, right? For people to really make a judgment. I mean, it would be like... uh being mad at your kid because you know your your child's not walking at five months right <laughs> or six months like it, most kids are going to be walking at 12 to 14 months right so right now we're in that crawling stage and we're learning to stand up we're not in that walking stage yet but you know how it works once once we start walking then we start running and then you know it takes off from there but it's just not it's not fair to judge SafeMoon at this point, right? And I don't care what these guys say. When they start saying that utility's not going to come out, that is bullshit. We all know that. This team delivers on everything they say they're going to deliver on. 
until with until we're proved until there's something that shows that Satan's not going to honor what they're saying they're going to deliver, then that's all bullshit. But if you're not in the project and you're looking at it, right? Let's just say you're an outsider and you've never heard of Satan, and you've or, or you've heard of it, but you've never taken an interest in it, you've never looked into it, you've just kind of casually read about it. And you're like, okay, well, this has been over a year, and they haven't delivered this, this, and this. Okay, it's easy to take that side. These are people that are just lazy intellectually, right? They haven't taken the time to actually look into the project, study the project. Because it's not about, you know, launching it in the first year. You're going to have projects that are going to launch things in the first year. But if they're not quality, then it doesn't really matter, right? So if they're launching something that's quality, and we saw snapshots of the exchange. It looked a lot better than what most people anticipated. If they're launching something that's a higher level of quality and it's taking longer to do it the right way, uh, then the results are going to come later. And there's going to be a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, you know, we knew that was going to be good or whatever. But, I mean, right now we don't have a ton to hang our, hang our hat on. We're hanging our hat on what's coming in the future which I believe a lot of it's going to be delivered this year, right? Like, I think we all believe that. That's why we're here. But they're going to point out and say, well, this th this stuff's not out yet. They haven't shown me this and that. Look, it's a long-term hold. You're not going to develop these things overnight. So I think that's the point. And, you know, people in Bitcoin and other projects, like, I'm not going to knock them. I mean, there's some good projects out there. But, like, I saw a tweet the other day. A guy said, I sold all my safe moon for Algorand. Right, I don't have anything against Algorand. I think it's a good project, but if you're going to sell all of your safe moon to go into another project, that's usually when you end up regretting something. Right? I, I just don't. Like, I'm not selling any of it. Some of you might want to sell some of it and get another project. I get it, but when you sell all of your project, you've just given up on that project, and that's when things come back to bite you, in my opinion. Uh, let's go to Sam, and then we'll go to Bryce. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Chris, uh, Danson, um, Patron, everyone. Um, so I was uh, asked a question, uh, what I thought about the LP that was locked, that was promised to be locked. And these are the words that were used. It was promised to be locked. And then it was taken and then artificially pumped into V2. And what I thought about that. Now, I want to see what you guys think about that before I give my answer. I don't think anything was artificially pumped. So I think that's just a bullshit thing to say. And the other thing too, that that's making me laugh is in that first video with coffee, he was, you know, he claimed 106 million and then later he revised his claim to 6 million. And then I, I saw a message from somebody, I think it was yesterday. That was part of that whole crew. And so it went from 106 million and now they're claiming six million. They're saying that John used six million of the LP as a honeypot. So like they're just constantly changing their claim, right? I mean, it's just come on. You just constantly you go from one number to the next number to that number. We don't there's no proof that John used anything in the LP at all. There's nothing to substantiate that. So I mean, yeah. I, I don't Artificial pump? No, there was no artificial pump. They they purchased the tokens, <laughs> you know. 
it, it, there's nothing. To, and look, it was smart the way they did it because if you watched BNB that day, BNB's price was tanking like a rock. So they waited to the right moment because look, we're on the Binance Smart Chain. So when their price goes down, our price is going to go down. You had whale number seven sell 2.7 billion tokens. And they were like, all right, now's the time to do it. So go ahead, Sam. What's your answer on that? All right. Yeah. And uh, I mean, so the LP was locked over there. I get it. It was supposed to be locked for another four years, but it does us or anybody any good that it's still locked there. It can't be used. The That's V1. We're not using it anymore. So if they found a way to unlock it and take it and use it, why the heck not? It actually belongs to V2 now since we did the migration. It was supposed to come over, but because it was locked, we couldn't use it. So really, it was supposed to be used all, all along in the migration. So it's I don't see it as a artificial pump either. And uh, really, if they could take it and use it, I mean, more power to them. I don't see how that's a bad thing. But some people will just find any reason to complain about this whole thing and what happened. It's like, dude, the price went up. You say you're holding the token. Why are you mad about it is, is my take on it. It's just a it's they're looking for any little thing they can say, right? And any little way to be upset and any little way to post an objection, right? And in their minds, they have better ideas. But then there's like lies in it too. I mean, you had DeFi Mark posting that it was John's wallet. I mean, Gluba shut that down quick, right? And then uh, I believe the Dutch programmer came in there after that and gave him a roundhouse kick to the face. So uh, <laughs> it's not even accurate. Like you're, you're just you're posting stuff saying they should have done this, and then it's not even you're not even factually correct, and you're stating that things came from John's wallet, and there's no evidence of that. It's just putting out a tweet and misinformation. So right, they're looking for reasons to say things. Look, the community's happy. The community was ecstatic with what they did. And it was smart and it was strategic. And I, I'll tell you what, in the whole time I've been here, and this is since last May, it was definitely one of the top three things I've seen this team do. Because it was just, and what that tells me is if they're going to do things like this, they're going to do it silently. They're going to move in silence and they're going to do things and it's going to make sense. And it just gave me a lot of confidence in the direction they're heading. Uh, Bryson, go ahead, my man. Thank you, sir. Yeah, the uh, the FUD is getting weaker and weaker. <laughs> and it's so telling, too, when they created that green boner, all of a sudden the FUDers are, like, on board. No, oh, you know, great. This is great. You know, like, they're part of the uh, equation. Um, but it just, you know, it just shows you how they're just going to flip-flop. And, and the reality is, you know, some investors are not going to come into this project until actual utility is launched. And and that's okay. You know, institutional money won't come in until much farther down the road. You know, Bitcoin, now you've got countries investing in, in Bitcoin, right? But that's when it's, you know, 8000 plus, $10,000 plus. So, you know, everyone here is investing on, you know, with some kind of faith in the team and knowing, you know, what's coming. But the benefit to that is you're buying in at a price that's going to be, you know, so much lower than the future price, right? So those people can wait until it actually gets launched. But by that time, they're going to be paying, you know, 10x, whatever 
X on the, on the price. So, you know, you just have to have the vision, but you know, the team, if you're following the project, they're basically telling you it's okay. We've got two thirds of the LP left. I mean, is that doesn't get you excited? I don't know what will, but I guarantee you half the, half the people aren't paying attention. So no one really knows that except for the army you know, that's, that's following and, and that are loyal at this point. You know, you've, you've had to go through a, a lot of FUD um, over the course of a year. And uh, I truly believe, you know, John and the team are going to reward us for, for hanging in. Um, a couple other things I picked up on this week in that one interview he did, he mentioned, or he's talking about the windmills and he, he was mentioning as an individual, not as necessarily a big one, for a town, it was more, you know, a small one for an individual residency. I thought that was interesting. Um, it'd be kind of cool. And, you know, he talks about the army and that is a big selling point. Like the, the previous gentleman stated, you know, because he's got a, an instant market for whatever they want to roll out, or he's got an instant, you know, affiliate marketing type, uh, base to get the word out on whatever projects or initiatives that they're launching. So, uh, if they ever did launch, an, you know, a windmill that a residency, a single residency could hook up and, and tap into and, you know, get cheap electricity utilizing the blockchain and SafeMoon and, and has it double as, you know, a validator, or, you know, whatever uh, they need to validate the, the blockchain. That would be awesome stuff. And I'm sure the Army would jump all over that. So it's exciting. The other thing was the fact that they're testing multiple blockchains. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, these guys are perfectionists. It's not as simple as, you know, people might think. And the fact that they're, you know, going through different chains and, and different ideas, that should all be encouraging because when it does come out, it's going to be killer and it's going to be unique and it's going to rock the market. And uh, God knows what it's going to do to the price. You know, the more we've evolved, the more I've realized that not everybody can see this, right? And what I mean by that is that not everybody has the vision to understand what SafeMoon is. I think there are people that can read about it and they can study it and they still don't understand it. And then I think there's those of us that we see it, we analyze it, we grasp it, and we see something that they just don't see. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm at that point and I've felt that for a while now because what it is is that people just look at what it is right now. They're not, projecting ahead with the utility that they're going to release and with the growth of the community and the innovation, right? When you get into these uh, cross-chain swaps, swap and evolve, you know, the exchange that we saw, the KYC, I mean, they were even, you know, analyzing the color of the graphs, you know, for people that were colorblind, making it as user-friendly as possible so that everybody could use it. Uh, the middleware aspect of this, the Bitcoin pairing, you know, connect. Uh, <laughs> I mean, all of this, the blockchain in the future, like people just don't understand this. They're not grasping it. They're looking at this and they're taking five minutes and then they're they're looking away. Whereas we're looking at this and we're reading into this and really understanding that this is much different than we think, than most people think. Go ahead, Bryson. Yeah, I was just going to back that up. I mean, I, I was in another space and there was a gentleman on. He's he's really into mining. You know, that's, I think, how he, he makes his money. But he, he's also more of a day trader type mentality. 
And he was saying, look, you know, I, I analyze this and I, you know, if I put money in, I'm, I'm just not getting the ROI on, on the reflections. It's not worth it to me. And, and that's because he's looking at the reflections in this, in this exact moment, but, you know, project it out. I mean, what are the reflections going to look like when you've got cryptonomics, when you got uh, connect, when you've got, you know, the windmills spinning and burning and, and generating reflections, um, you know, swap. It's just endless how the utility is going to generate those reflections. So, um, yeah, you can certainly wait for all that and then, you know, see the reflections. But again, by that point, the price is going to be God knows how much higher. So, you know, if the, the real winners are going to be the people that see, have the vision, just like you said, and follow the project when it's not, you know, rolled out, right? That's, if you want to make big money, that's how you're making your big money is you got to find the project when it's in its infancy and, and dive in. And the team is basically telling you, if you're reading between the lines, it's okay to put money in. We've got your back. We've got a loaded shotgun with two thirds of the liquidity pool left. So not to worry. Uh, you know, whales start dumping again. We got you. Oh yeah. Not only do we have you, but look, there's other projects out there. And I'm not going to knock other projects. They are not what they appear to be. There's certain projects out there where the price is inflated. They're not exactly what they pretend to be, right? And if they've had success, all the power to them. But we got something here that's going to be sustained and done the right way with the right utility. And the team's going to take the time. They are not going to take shortcuts on this. And in the meantime, you're going to have a lot of people saying a lot of things. But the ones who truly know, we know. It doesn't matter what the hell people say because it's it's about quality. It's not about speed. Speed is not going to ensure that you have the right utility for this project. Uh, RJ, go ahead. Uh, I loved how you uh, analogized it earlier to, you know, an, an infant's kind of crawling at this point or you know, just learning to stand and, and, you know, without recognizing that what we really do have is people who are, are just simply don't understand the fact that we, we are going to be in a position. Good night, bud. I love you. Okay. Um, we, we are going to be in a position where we have, um, a, a, a project that's going to be not just up and walking and and running but it's going to be an olympian in our opinion right it's going to be something that's really going to go places um so what i love about it is that we don't need we don't need people to understand we don't need people to understand what's going on they won't unless you know they really dig into it like they do and come to your space and listen to what's going on and and get educated about it um and they have to understand that they have to be in it for the long haul it's not a day trading token it's not something they're going to be able to make you know a big return on investment you know in, in a, such a short period of time it's not something you're going to buy in and forex out in a day oh wait they did <laughs> but anyway uh you know i just i just love it that that we have that that great mentality um we know what's coming and and you know eventually people will notice and eventually people will uh you know they'll understand what we've been talking about this whole time and, and the faith we have um, I want to. Sh- I, I shared a post up at the top that was uh, 
posted by Broad Arrow, um, who's in this space. I, I would bet every night. I don't know if he's in here tonight or she's in here tonight, but um, it was a quote by John Caroni. It says, when you're hit with a really bad FUD attack, a defamation campaign, it can affect things temporarily. But when you provide true clarity through genuine care and active engagement, the strength of your tribe and community can surface quickly. You know, that has some more, that has some power to it, right? I mean, that was just three hours ago that, that Broad Arrow posted that. I think he, I don't know if he said it today, but man, that's a, I think that's a quiet shout out to Patron and Dam and Chris, you know, and, and the strength of your tribe and the, the community and all of us, you know, with this active engagement and genuine care and the clarity that they provided and the confidence they provided just gives us the faith that what we see is not a toddler standing, but we see the, the future of, of safe moon, you know, winning gold at the Olympics. And that's where, you know, that's where we get that, that, that faith from. Yeah. I mean, look, (laughs) this is not like, this is not one of these things I look at and just say, well, you know, it's, it's going to be an average project or it's going to be an okay project or, you know, things will kind of happen in the future. Like, no, I think this is going to be much, much more than that. I think we all realize that you're exactly right. Let's go to G. Go ahead, G. Um, You know, uh, Bryson mentioned a good point about reflections. I, I thought this was, you know, very, my, my whole, my whole outlook on safe moon, you know, me personally, what I'm looking forward to really, it's really the wallet in, in connection with the card in connection with, with statements and, you know, working with tax bit, you know, really the, uh, for, for, um, basically your accounting for your, your, your taxes and what you're going to be having to pay. So I, you know, just those things right there tell me more than anything. Cause it's kind of like, Hey, we're giving you this. We're giving, you know, we're going to give you statements. You're also going to have hopefully like a year end tax statement kind of thing as well, along with working with TaxBit uh, through the SafeMoon, you know, uh, app or partnership or whatever it is that they set up. So to me, that's even better because I, I would, you know, when, 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 you know, something moons like SafeMoon in the future, you know, uh, at, at some point in time that, you know, when you let's just say you do decide to you know sell off some reflections to pay for your your monthly expenses or whatever you know like we what we've talked about in the past where you take your reflections and you sell you just sell those and you keep your principal and you pay for your your whatever your monthly living expenses and you can do what's nice is you can go through and go okay i've taken this much out every month uh you know i want to go to tax bit and then uh their partnership with them and then pay your taxes uh you know either i don't know how that works with cryptocurrency if you can prepay every month or or every quarter or whatever it is but um i you know i can't wait to see more of that uh happen because then it just shows the legitimacy of what they're trying to do versus um you know a rug pull and you know scams and then you know what happened the other day with luna i i still can't believe that happened um i'm actually in shock that that actually happened so um, I, but I, I, I just wanted to say that I, I, I look forward to all those different little aspects of what's going to be, you know, thrown at us. So, yeah, yeah, I do too. Uh, damn, go ahead. Yeah. Um, first of all, uh, crypto corral, 
I uh, didn't kick you. You just came up. I tried to bring you up to speaker and something happened. So just come back up and we'll get you up here. But I am uh, most impressed with the conservative approach and the strategy that John used. You know, um, Lynn Spraggs was hired. He's 80 plus years old, I believe. And there was a lot of smack talked about his age. Um, but can you imagine what a shit show it would have been yesterday, the day before leading into this with the original team? I can say with almost certainty that the damn liquidity pool wouldn't have been there to begin with. And if it was, they would not have deployed it in that manner. So these people, I mean, Lynn Spraggs, he's an industry veteran. He's seen it all. And we had spoke on the show before about the wisdom, the insight, the advice that he can give to John, how important that would be. So that team, the decision they made, when they made it, and then knowing when to pull back and leave two-thirds of the liquidity pool there, we don't know what's coming. We know we're in a bear market. The most important thing to a new project will be making it through this until it turns. You do that, you've made it. And, you know, that was, it was just a great, a great strategic move. Um, the advice he is getting, the people he's surrounding himself with, they know exactly what they're doing. And um, you couldn't have done it more perfect. It is a good team, man, and and I think they had planned this, and they they were smart about it. Let's go to Sam. Hey, uh, one of you guys uh, said earlier that you were in a different space with a uh, uh, Bitcoin guy, and he was saying that ninety five percent of the um, DeFi projects will not you know, make it. And uh, Chris, I saw what you uh, posted earlier with that uh, CEO from Luna saying the exact same thing, and that it would be pretty. Uh, that it would be entertaining when that happens. And man, that did not age well. And also it's, it's I guess you have to watch what you say when you, when you say things like that, because uh, for people that are going through it, it is not entertaining. It's actually pretty sad, especially eight people or probably more now that lost their lives because of it. Um, and also uh, what did, them and I believe, uh, and I heard some people talking about it that they had an AMA not too long ago, and they were talking about their whole al algorithmic uh, system that they use to uh, to keep the token going, pretty much. And that's stuff like that that you can't really say because when you give away things like that, people try to find loopholes or 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 ways, vulnerabilities to get to you, and that's why. A lot of the things that John and the team, they're not releasing what they're working on or how it's how it's uh, going to be and all that, because you can't you can't do that. It'll it'll create the same type of vulnerabilities that brought down Luna. Let's go to RJ. Go ahead, RJ. Yeah, thanks. That's a perfect segue, actually, Sam. And I think it's really insightful because what I, I want to say when I was doing a lot of reading on this today. So there's others, too. You know, we talked, talked earlier in the show about, you know, the tragedy that Luna is uh, and, and, you know, kind of you know, even what's going on with, um, with, with stake death. 
discussion about how well the liquidity is locked or stacked for the pegged token, right? So that's where the danger lies. And again, I don't profess to be an expert in it, but I I did read a ton and, and I can tell you what I read. And that was that there seems to be a pretty, it seems to be a, a pretty widespread problem. Um, so what I was actually thinking about this was that as, as much of a tragedy is, I love the fact that, that safe moon has always said, we reiterate and, and, and pivot and adjust and we learn. And I think that what this is for, for safe moon is a learning experience for them as well. They're going to have all of this, understanding of what happened with Luna, what's going on with stake death, what's going on with these other, other systems and, 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 and projects that, you know, altcoins and et cetera. I think it's a learning curve for them. And what I really, so what, what really kind of started to bring it back together to me, back to what, what, where we're at again, is that our team says, iterate, change, adjust, we'll be ready to, to release something. And all of a sudden, boom, something happens. Or we say, you know, we got to bring it back and redo it. But what I really, really liked was the discussion earlier and months ago that our exchange is going to be a hybrid central centralized decentralized exchange. What that leads me to believe is that maybe, and again, speculation on my part, but maybe it is that they've already predicted that these was going to, this was going to be an issue. So that the staking and liquidity is not going to be illustrated by you know, a, a centralized exchange that sells more than it has or that is not pegged appropriately or doesn't have the liquidity to, to justify the price. Um, so I really, uh, I really have a lot of confidence that, that this team is going to learn. They're going to use this opportunity to, to you know, develop their exchange in a centralized, decentralized uh, hybrid, um, hybrid exchange that, that gives uh, benefit to the holders. So um, I, I think you're exactly right. As much of a tragedy as it is, I think it's learning a learning opportunity. And I think that, uh, our, you know, our, 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 our project and the people we have faith in are really capable of doing it. Yeah, they are. I mean, they demonstrated that for sure. Uh, Sam, go ahead. Yeah. Talking about the, uh, uh, the hybrid exchange that we're going to have the CEX, uh, DEX, um, Joe with Mandela, actually we're saying that they're working on that as well. Um, on the water cooler, I believe it was Monday. Um, he talked about that, and isn't that crazy that they're doing that and we're the ones doing that, and we're also working together on the implementing global tokenomics? So I wonder actually if uh, they might be helping us with our exchange right now. Hard to say. I think we'll know more in the future on that. Go ahead, G. Um, you know, I, Sam, I didn't mean to disrespect anybody with with my comment earlier, uh, but I, I, I what I was trying to do was bring light to a project that had uh, a very good meaning behind it. And now um, that it you know tanked and people lost their money, that I think where I was going with that was, and RJ, maybe you could chime in on this as well, um, that. The goal here is to have, you know, laws and regulations in place so that it doesn't happen like that. And so that projects don't fail uh, where they have insurances, you know, on, you know, the liquidity pool, you know, like like SafeMoon does and, and whatnot. 
and and to protect not only you know the, the company but to protect you know the consumer on their side if if um, if, if it's not a, like a fiat based money or, or, or a stable coin like USDT uh, or something like that. So here, here's where I was going with uh, um, you know the, the Luna thing. Uh, I said this in an earlier space, and, and I wanted to maybe you could you chime in on this. Is that if imagine if there's a senator or, or or representative out there, state representative who had money in Terra Luna and lost maybe five hundred thousand dollars, they're going to want answers, and and they're going to want you know someone to take the blame. So that's going to come back legally. The question is, you know, are uh, you know are the laws on the books? you know, for cryptocurrency, you know, where you can take advantage of people, but we know there's fraud, there's wire fraud, there's, there's different ways they can go after them. They don't have to go after them because they're, a, a, you know, a cryptocurrency and they did a pump and dump, but they, you know, they could file a class action lawsuit and go after, you know, someone who's in charge. And I would expect that. I don't expect this to not just go away. <laughs> so I just wanted to throw that out there. And, I, and again, I wasn't di- trying to disrespect anybody who lost money. It was really more about um, you know, really going into the le- legal side of it. So that's really what I was trying to get. I just didn't have enough time to, you know, uh, uh, you know, share that information. Let's go to Sam. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally get it. And, uh, and I like the analogy that you use, but I don't think that a politician will lose money in the stock market or crypto market because they kind of seem to always have the winning hand there. Um, but, uh, as, uh, far as, um, uh, this whole thing that happened with Luna, um, we had farm cat Sam, uh, in a, uh, space, uh, the other night. And he was talking about how, uh, safe one really needs to get off their butts and start, you know, pushing things out. Even if it's, uh, you know, not perfect, they can fix it later. Uh, no. And this is a perfect reason why we can't do that. They have to bring out a perfect product or at least as, as they can and secure, because if we have something like this and then it goes down, these guys, are, it's just going to be more um, food for their FUD. They're going to just be spitting it out there like crazy that Safe Moon is incapable of doing stuff. So either way, like you just can't uh, make these guys happy. Go ahead. Good evening, John, John talked about. Hold on. Let's go back to RJ and then we'll go to Wojak. Go ahead, RJ. So, sorry, Will Jack and, and uh, John said that the um, that the mesh network was going to be kind of integral in the in the blockchain system that he was putting on. So it's not like Luna, you know, yesterday they just shut off the blockchain. I think he said that once we start it, we can't stop it again. So I don't think you can be in a position where you release a half-assed project. I think that's why they're doing it and making sure that it's perfect because once they get going, I don't know they can turn it off. And whether it's the IoT or the blockchain or all of it all together being released at once. I mean, that's kind of what what they've kind of hinted at is that it's going to be a smart contract, a smart blockchain, multi-layer that can do instantaneously thousands of transactions that, that's going to be kind of a leading edge. And once they turn it on, they can't turn it off. So you, you're exactly right. You can't release a half-assed project. You got to do it right, get it right the first time. You'll be able to iterate and pivot, but you know you can't start something that that's not going to be a good project right out of the gate. Yeah. He said, we have an on switch and once we turn it on, it's on, it's not, there's no going back. So you're right. Like they got to do it the right way. Uh, Wojak, go ahead, sir. Good evening, Chris. How are you, sir? I'm good. How about you? 
excellent, my friend. Good evening, Dan Sun, Alfred Throne, and everyone, uh, speakers and all the listeners. I hope everyone's having a wonderful Friday evening. Um, so, you know, when when they started uh, switching that liquidity over, I I found a new level of excitement that I did not ever feel before. And uh, the reason I felt that was because for the first time, me personally, I really started seeing the brilliance of SafeMoon's mechanism, the tokenomics, and how it really works for the first time, in my opinion, since June, because I got it in June. And what was fascinating to me was I saw, okay, a whale dump. Okay, I got the reflections. That's great. But then, you know, now that we saw this happen with Luna, obviously it's an extreme case. But let's say, worst case scenario, theoretically, something like that happened to us. I'm just thinking, wow, that actually doesn't look that bad for us because if our price drops even remotely, remotely that low, and we have even half the volume that something like Terra Luna has right now, our supply will go to oblivion. In, in, in no time, in no time. And the scary thing about a project like Terra is it does give me a little bit of uh, reassurance and it makes me a little bit less afraid for us because what happened to Luna is absolutely horrific and, and my heart goes out to all those people. What a t terrifying thing to go to bed, wake up in the morning or afternoon and seeing you lost, some people lost hundreds, thousands, millions. It, it's, it's messed up. So to know that we're in a project where our tokenomics gives us some sort of protection against that is really inspiring. And I'm just so freaking excited about the future and listening to everyone else you know, give their opinions. And yeah, I just want to put that out there. And, I, and as usual, I hope everyone has a great evening. Uh, safe moon for a fucking life. That's it. Yeah, man. I mean, look, <laughs> it, it, it's funny because everybody was talking about you know, every, there's people knocking Safe Moon, talking about this is the next big project. Well, the reality is not everything appears as it seems, right? I mean, look, things can change in an instant. We saw this. Uh, let's go to Kura. Go ahead, Kura. Hey, everyone. Hope you guys are having a fantastic, uh, fantastic Friday. But um, just wanted to mention a few things. Uh, Crypto G was talking a little bit about regulation. And um, this year is important. You know, we have midterms coming up later on this year. Regulation is looming. Uh, the president made a commission to look into cryptocurrency. So right now what we have going on is cryptocurrencies being stress tested for regulation, probably by the powers that be. Um, I feel like uh, we're at a phase uh, where you need to provide real utility, real liquidity. And I think the crypto market did exactly what it needed to do, that you can't just print money in the crypto space like the Federal Reserve does. It did it did what it was supposed to do, and the value went down. It was an unfortunate um, thing that happened, but I think it was very important for it to happen at the time it happened uh, before all this uh, regulations been passed to be completely honest so but yeah i just want to say what up guys hope you're all having a great day um enjoy the weekend it's beautiful weather up here in new england so just want to say what up yeah man we're good man we're, we're moving forward uh let's go to miles miles is up go ahead miles miles are you there 
Okay. Uh, let's go to David. Go ahead, David. Yeah, I'm here. What's up, guys? Just a uh, happy Friday to everyone. Um, I just had a question with SafeMoon bringing in a third of the liquidity yesterday. Uh, it was a very exciting time, and it was awesome to watch. Uh, you know, SafeMoon jump from like point zero 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 two nine to you know what it did. Um, and then fall back down to where, where it is. Do you think it was a little maybe too aggressive to do that, you know, in one shot and maybe do a little less just to take it up. So it, the whales don't get that, that piece to like, just sell off. Um, so let's, let's, let's go back to the facts here. It was, it was down in the two eight range. It was Wednesday evening. It wasn't yesterday. And you had whale number seven sell, which was 2.7 billion tokens. And so, and then you also had the price of BNB dropping steadily like a rock. So the team was acquiring BNB and purchasing V2. Okay. And, and no, I don't think it was too aggressive at all. I think it was exactly the move that needed to be made in that moment. Hey, and I'll just say, I, I, I agree. Also, I just, I just think that blowing through a third of it what if they used less and just got us to a point to where it wasn't too incentivized to sell off well i don't think they were blowing through anything i think they were doing exactly what they needed to do in that moment to stabilize the token right so i don't think they were haphazardly blowing through anything they they had this thing strategized and prepared and they did exactly what they needed to do in that moment we're in a bear market. And if you want to look at everything that happened that day, everything was dropping like a rock, including BNB. We don't have our own blockchain. We're not tied to our own blockchain yet. And when you have BNB dropping like that, these guys had looked at this and had studied the chart and were calculating it before they made that move. So I don't think feel like they were blowing through anything. I think they did exactly what they needed to do. Hindsight's always going to be twenty twenty, but when we look back on that, I don't think there was anything wrong there. Well, hey, well, thank you for your opinion, man. I, I, I tend to agree. I just didn't know to what degree. That's all. But, but thanks, thanks for your thoughts on that. Damn, go ahead. I definitely agree that it was the correct move. Um, I think it's important to understand that this was a plan. That was set into action. There were countless buys. I mean, one after another. So I think the calculation was made ahead of time. Um, they followed through with the plan exactly as it was laid out. There was probably several people involved in, in creating these orders. Um, if not 10 or more. So once you execute something like that on that large of a scope, you're going off of what the plan is, what the order was, and they executed it. And, you know, there would have been sell-offs regardless of what they did. Um, another aspect is, you know, it got a lot of attention. We were the only green token of our size out there that gained a lot of attention and 
you know, someone made the comment earlier that the general person that's active in crypto that may not be part of the safe mode community doesn't understand that that was the LP being transferred. That's a positive to me because all they saw was red and they saw us rocketing up. And whether they understand that it was an LP movement or not, it's irrelevant to me. It's even better if they don't. So, you know, I think it was something set into place. I think they executed it exactly the way that they had been ordered to do. And uh, they followed through with it. And, you know, we still have two thirds left. So I think, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. I don't think it was a a plan that they were executing, trying to hit this perfect mark. I think it was laid out. This is how much we're going to buy in advance. Do not stop buying until we do this. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. Uh, Sam, go ahead. Yeah. To the market, we looked strong. Um, if Binance uh, was watching, uh, the team looked smart to them. Uh, some people said we fed the whales by doing that or safe one fed the whales. No, they actually put out bait and the whales took it. Uh, when they sold, there was a lot of burn that happened. There was reflections that came from that. And uh, to the fudders, they got the middle finger. Yeah, and I think they'll continue to get the middle finger. I think this is just the beginning. RJ, go ahead. Yeah, what I find what I find interesting, and and again, you know, I think it was exactly the right thing at the right time. But here's what, you know, Sam kind of hit on it, right? But what's what's going to happen next time they decide to to, to do this? You're going to you're going to see people jumping in. Right. And and honestly, I don't care because what's going to happen is people are going to go, oh, you know, it's going to be these day traders are going to go. Oh, well, you know, you've got you got safe moon moving liquidity again. We know they're going to do it to, you know. X number of, of dollars or, you know, maybe they don't, maybe maybe Crony and the team have something even more surprising that they're going to, you know, put them in a position where they're not going to be able to, to, to make a ton. But at the end of it, it's going to bring in volume because people are going to look at you. you if you think for a minute to yourself that there aren't people out there watching what's going on and we see liquidity start moving again, people are going to jump in. They're going to jump in big because they're going to sit there and look at it and go, well, this thing is going to 4X again and I'm going to pull out or, you know, I'm going to pull out my money and I'm going to, I'm going to make it. I'm going to 4X my freaking money. This It's going to get us a ton of volume. It's going to get us a ton of burn, a ton of reflections. So you think it's strategic? Hell yeah, it was strategic. And hell yeah, I'm going to jump in next time too. You know, I, I want <laughs> this is exactly, exactly the mo one of the most more brilliant aspects of it is because people are going to be watching what happened. They're going to see it happen again. They're going to, maybe they're going to start out a little bit slow. And they're going to add it in these third, you know, three, three million, 32, 32, 32s. And people are going to see them coming in. They're going to go, oh, shit, now's the time. And they're going to jump in and, you know, 4X their money. But in the meantime, you know, they're, they're going to make, you know, a little bit of their percentages. You know, they're going to lose 10% coming in, 10% coming out, you know, whatever it might be. But at the end of the day, we get crap loads of reflections, crap loads of volume. We get the price shooting up, gets more people FOMOing in. It's going to shoot up, man. I'm telling you, it's, it's, a, good, it's, it's a good thing. Don't, don't think for a minute that it was wrong or bad or not enough. Or, it was exactly right. Yeah. I mean, I, all this second guessing, right? 
Like, I think sometimes we have second guessing. Why can't we just be happy with the decision that they made in that moment? I don't understand why we have to go, well, they could have done this. Did they use too much? Did they blow too? Guys, they did, a, they did something good. It was positive for what we needed in that moment. Okay. And when you have to make a decision in a moment, you're not like sitting there and, and perfecting everything, right? They prepared for this moment and they did what they needed to do. And let's give the team some credit here. I mean, come on. I mean, I think the expectations at times are just so unrealistic. We expect them to be perfect. This is a team running a project, and they're looking out for our best interests, and they care that much. I believe in what they're doing. Let's go to Skittles. Go ahead, Skittles. Hey, man. uh, What's going on, guys? Some uh, just a little bit off topic, you know, because I pay attention to the – the wording and whatnot, you know, when people are speaking and things like that. And what I was noticing in, you know, the uh, fun launch live thing that he posted earlier, John Crone posted earlier, was he kept calling, well, twice in there, he called block, uh, called the Safe Moon blockchain like a blockchain operating system. And it's something I don't think a lot of people have really given t- enough attention to yet is just that wording that he's used there. And if you uh, look, you know, into what like a blockchain operating system is like, honestly, it's mind blowing for me. I can't go into all the details because, you know, I'm a little bit of an idiot, but about that, like I, like I said, I'm not educated enough to speak on it, but that's one of those things I just think that uh, we should put some attention on. That's a good point, man. I mean, what exactly does it mean with operating system, right? Like what, it's so hard to speculate on exactly what this blockchain is going to be, but we know that it's going to be an integral part of this investment going forward, right? I mean, it's what's going to make everything run. I can't wait to be off the Binance Smart Chain. You know, I'm willing to wait however long that needs to be for this thing to happen. But I think we're all annoyed with being on the Binance Smart Chain. Uh, Dan, your thoughts on that? Man, um, he just blew my mind. Um, I don't know. That's it. That's beyond, um, anything I can really come up with. I would definitely like to hear the thoughts of the listeners. We've had a lot of, uh, new people come up tonight. That's very important. We want to hear what you have to say. Don't be afraid, but, um, yeah, that's something I've not heard before. Yeah, I think I think anytime we get clips of John speaking in front of a group and he's saying things, I think we need to pay special attention to that language because I think he is foreshadowing what we're going to see in the future. Uh, Patron, you still with us? Maybe not. Okay. Patron's having some uh, difficulties. He can't hear anything right now. Um, I think he's trying. He doesn't have a laptop to get on, so. He's having a lot of uh, difficulties hearing. Got it, man. Got it. Understood. Uh, it's a good point. I just think there's so much to look forward to. And I, it just begs the question of how soon, you know, this is all going to come. I, I think they're close on a lot of things, guys. I really do. I think they're really close on Connect and the cross chains. I would say those are the two things they're closest on. I don't think we're that far away on the exchange as well. So I, I think those are definitely coming. Card, I mean, I've heard people say three months out, you know, two to three months out. 
Uh, that's probably, I mean, I think you're going to have to have the exchange before you have the card. Uh, Dan, would you agree with that? I do agree with that. I think the uh, exchange is a must-have before the card. And, you know, there's there's tons of things coming. You know, we still have the uh, cross-chain swap. Um, when the exchange comes, the uh, BTC pair. Um, you know, we hear a lot of Bitcoin maxis that, um, you know, they 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 put SafeMoon down. That's what they do. And uh, one thing I have always liked, I always like to ask them if they see any benefit to a DeFi project. Are there any DeFi projects that they think have benefit and which ones are, are they? And, um, of course the, a lot of times they will say no, that, uh, Bitcoin, obviously they're Bitcoin maxis, but at the same time, they will throw out things like, well, you don't have utility. So in saying that they are saying that if we had utility, they would see value in it. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a conundrum you get into. I definitely think the exchange, the blockchain, and the card, those in my mind are our three biggest cards that we have. Yeah, I think those are cards that we're definitely going to play, man. And I think it's going to be a, a big deal, a lot bigger deal than most people realize. I think we realize how important it's going to be, but I don't think everybody and cryptocurrency realizes how big this is going to be. Sam, go ahead. Yeah, to add to what you guys said about the, uh, I agree with the exchange needing to come out before the card, and they did say that the card would come out before, um, uh, or it would come out in quarter two, and I guess uh, that would be the end of, of June. So if that happens, and it's complete, complete speculation that it will come out then, but if it does, then I'm looking around that time for it to be released. And the new website right now, I believe that it's going to go into a uh, kind of like a beta testing phase. They said they would uh, let uh, part of the community to test it out or, or something like that, I believe is what they were saying. And uh, that is uh, right now in uh, mid-June is when it's supposed to go into testing. So I believe uh, that they're getting all that ready. And uh, the new website, I think, looks a lot like the uh, screenshots from the exchange so i'm wondering like how far along they really are with everything because it, it sounds like everything kind of goes together but also i do have to get off of here i just wanted to thank you for having me up here and uh great space as always and i'm uh i'm gonna step down here thank you very much appreciate you being here man uh let's do this let's pivot to the end of the show and let's get our final thoughts obviously i joined an hour late Sorry for that. I got here as soon as I could. Uh, Dan, what are your final thoughts? I'm feeling very positive. Um, I was very impressed in the manner in which the team utilized the uh, V1 liquidity pool. It was something that I was not even, I didn't even have a clue that that may be an option. And uh, the way that they utilized the burn with that, it was ingenious. Um, we can all second guess what they did. They may adjust based upon what they saw this time around. That's what I expect. But um, I have a lot of confidence in them, especially in this market. They obviously understand the market. 
they know when they needed they knew exactly when they needed to step in um i think this was discussed ahead of time i think that was what they were waiting for it's remarkable to me that john has an understanding of the market just just the understanding of the market that he has is remarkable um i don't think you could have arrested a dump in the matter in the manner that he did I don't think it could have been done better. I honestly don't. So I 100% have full confidence in the team. Um, I'm excited about where we are going. Um, I think this is going to be a great time to build my bag, not financial advice. I'm going to continue to buy. I have more conviction in that now than I did before. I think that is probably shared um, across the Safe Moon community. And I think a lot of people took notice. They saw what happened. So I think the cryptocurrency community at large has more confidence. It's been a great show tonight, and I appreciate everyone that spoke and everyone for being here. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we got a powerful community. I, I really like what this team is doing. I really like the focus that they have. I think that they are making things happen. I think that we have more great things on the way. I think they've exercised patience during this whole time. And we know that's not easy, right? When you got people coming at you and saying negative things, it's really hard not to react emotionally and put something out. But the reality is they've exercised patience and they've played it right. And I think there's a lot to be said for that. Not everybody is capable of doing that. Most leadership and projects are not doing that, right? But to see a team with the you know insight and the ability to see ahead of time and exercise things at the right time, I think just leads to a lot more confidence in what we're doing. So we're going to end the show. Uh, we'll be back Monday. And uh, I owe you guys an hour. I appreciate Patron and Dan holding us down, opening this thing up. Uh, that was excellent. You know, we're only as good as the team we got surrounding us. And uh, we got a great community here. And I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we're going to have a good weekend. I believe that we got a lot of positive things to look forward to. Appreciate you guys all being on here. Have a great evening.